this house, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house. I said certified free, seven days a week, wet ass pussy, make that pullout game weak. This is, yet again, another installment of I Don't Get It, the pop culture get of my long cast, featuring the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons, staring down the prospect of entertainment or relevance. I'm your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, a roadside bayou bait-and-tackle shop. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host... I am Noah Tarno, founder and senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular, live from the Bay Area of Northern California. I'm talking to you live from a, a, a fucking heat wave right now. Uh, the co- it's actually not live. We're recording this. No, it's right? going out live. That's the problem. We have to really watch what we say. But but in Amsterdam, I was telling you this um, off mic, is that the Netherlands has kind of been um, racked by a heat wave. I think that it stretches over to England. I think England is having some of the hottest temperatures. Belgium, all these, you know, it's all one big weather pattern that parks itself over the North, uh, North Sea and North Atlantic here. This place doesn't usually do well with uh, heat waves because they don't have air conditioning in, in Northern Europe or West. In Europe, in this case, it is uh, 93 degrees today, which is uh, for a country without air conditioning, it's a little hard to swallow. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, especially when you're trapped inside and can't remediate it with visits to pools or beaches or anything like that. You know what I mean? Good thing global warming's a myth. Yeah, huh? we had one plan for this episode. Yeah, Bill sprung a surprise on only, me today. Look at this. Only about yes. this guy is quite, quite, quite the mischievous am, one. I'm mischievous a, I'm a, one. I'm a dirty little fuck, sticker. Fuck that word mischievous. up. So yeah, until about a half hour ago, we had one solid plan for this episode. We were gonna do an we were gonna yes. do a suggestion from our great listeners over in Cardiff, Wales, Mr. Sky Wingfield and Mr. Neil Gaskin, good close personal friends of mine whom I've never met in person. That's we're gonna put that on the on the back burner. We're gonna get to it because something happened in the last twenty four hours that something, something happened. happened. Something wonderful. The biggest news event something ever. Like a- in these days, there's nothing else going on in the world. But so you got to understand that me and Noah have a nine-hour time delay between us. So we, we do this at, at my evening. While I was yeah, sleeping. My evening and Noah's morning. So our coordination has to happen in sort of strange hours. So the thing is, this idea overtook me. It, it overwhelmed my common sense. Before I was able to discuss, I said, I have to just wing this on him right before we're about to record. And i got to see what he thinks about it. As you may be aware, and I'm sure you are, because it is the most important thing that's happened in the last five months. A banger was just unleashed upon the American people called WAP. He, he doesn't mean a sausage. It does not mean, a, so- mean no, a sausage. Not, if it was England, it'd be different. No, no uh, it's, it's yeah. a song called WAP by two talents at the peak of their ability right now. Mrs. Cardi B, who we covered in a former, I don't get it. Topic. Yeah, a former guest of the show. She actually, she actually came on. No. Oh no, no, that's right. She didn't come on. We just, we just talked about her absentmindedly. I always get Cardi B mixed up with Nick Nadell. They're very similar <laughs> people. Yeah, that's true. Nick Nadell's fake boobs uh, uh, lead the way. So Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, Houston area the young Stallion. rapper Megan the Stallion, who is hot in all the ways a person can be hot. Is she in Amsterdam right now? Is that what that's you're saying? True. Oh, I, I, that's a yeah. loot. All the ways of, you don't know her personal body temperature. How dare How you? How could I suits? possibly? That is, that is demeaning. How could you know that? All right. So the reason why I'm I'm prefacing this is because I'm switching it up on Noah right before we went on the microphone here, and he agreed to do this, which I appreciate. So we're we're getting a topic that is that is going to be only you know 
lukewarm by the time you listen to this podcast. But also, I'm hoping that we're going to tune into a little SEO. We're going to get a little magic on this thing. Noah has not heard the song yet. What we're going to do nope. is uh, we're going to take a pause in the recording. Noah's going to listen to the song, and then we're going to get into a regular discussion. So no one knows how the hell this is going to go. I've listened to the song because I had to jump on it and say, I got to hear this. This is a, It slaps. It's a banger. It's a bop. It's it's what all the kids love. Do you want to? Is there any background we need on this song? I no, mean, I think it's very it's, and you young female rappers, and this is their new. Have they worked together before? No, I mean I've obviously I'm somewhat familiar with Cardi B, and I've heard of Megan the yeah, Stallion, yeah. but so this is this is a so simply the fact that they're collaborating is. Yeah. Newsworthy well, in the yes, box. yes. Well, because again, it's an absolute, okay. it's an absolute banger, as Brent Sco, the late absolute Brent Scowcroft banger. would say. He just right. R.I.P. Uh, he just died yesterday. Brent Scowcroft. Uh, really? He did. He did? Yeah. Uh, I was about to go. I don't know if that guy's dead. Yeah, now I see. It, reporting right. to you live. That may be news. For you. I always thought Brent Scowcroft. I always thought the name Brent sounded like way too young for that yeah. dude when he was being talked about when Bush Senior was mm -hmm. president. I remember going like, no, Brent is like a 22 year old guy, not like a 73 year old. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's the way it up. happens. Yeah, no, the, 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 I guess the significant... He was 95 and he just died on... Yeah, so, so um, this is the first track that Cardi has dropped in two years. She kind of took a break because she, had, she and the guy from the Migos, Offset, I believe, had a kid... Young Culture with a K. That's his name, Culture with a K? Yeah, it's the full name, Culture with a K. Uh, you have to be careful. You've you got to be careful <laughs> when you're one di word. dictating it to the people in the hospital because they'll write anything down there, yeah. you know. Yeah, she's been raising this kid and she's, you know, been doing a lot of social media but hasn't been putting out art. So this is the first track. And like I said, it is taking the world by storm. So what we're going to do, no one's going to listen to it and we're going to get into it. Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. We just watched it simultaneously. This is your first time seeing it. I only saw it a couple hours ago myself, so I'm really interested. Let's go through our regular knock list of things. Tell me a little bit about right. what you just experienced. Pain is still fresh I, on this. I, I watched WAP. I guess I watched the quote-unquote cleaned-up version where the <laughs> refrain was wet and gushy. Which Rather is, than wet ass pussy, yes. so the song is called WAP. Are people pronouncing it WAP? Do you yeah. know, or yeah. they pronounce it okay? She's saying it WAP herself. Wop. Cardi says WAP. Oh, really? Yeah. I, that's W O P usually. Yeah, it's a little different. Um, that's a different thing. They quote unquote clean it up as wet and gushy, which A is almost worse, and B, <laughs> you can't watch this video and think this is cleaned up. I mean, other than the fact that you don't see an exposed vagina or yeah. breasts, it's way, way, I don't want to say worse, but it's way more explicit by, not implication, but by suggestion. No, not even that. I mean, there's there's no, nothing's hidden here. I mean, whatever. We've seen this a million times before. It's women parading themselves for men's pleasure. Like, what, this is supposed to be innovative? I mean, whatever. It's got a good hook, and these women are talented, and the art direction of this video is very eye-catching, and mm -hmm. the women are certainly sexy, but like, sticking their asses in the camera and the women are like hinting at being lesbians even though they clearly aren't they're just parading for men's pleasure like we're still doing this shit it's, it's let me let me ask you I, I don't want to say it's disgusting but it's tiresome who cares what if i said to you that it wasn't actually women parading themselves for men's pleasure what, what that if... this has been women being sex positive i don't buy it is megan the stallion does she get pleasure from fat women's asses is she a lesbian is is uh, whatever i'm sorry i think that's a bullshit interpretation to say this is them taking control of their sexuality i mean maybe i don't know what their sexual preferences are they certainly seem to be fulfilling all the stereotypical male fantasies in this video i, I don't think that that can't be true at the same time but my impression is is that you have 
this is this is something they're doing of their own volition. This is the image they're putting right, well, out. Well, because they're part of this culture too. That see sexuality as parading women for men's pleasure. Well, I also think that you mentioned when you were looking very quickly uh, at Google beforehand, there's a woman named Anna De Lorraine who was a, a California area demagogue, somebody who's trying to run against Pelosi. And she looks like one of those typical Stepford fembots with the bugged out eyes and, you know, part of the quote unquote moral majority <laughs> who I'm, I'm sure after the, uh, who was it? Um, Falwell Jr. Yeah, Falwell Jr. with his with his pants unbuttoned. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like I'm so glad that there's a moral majority that you right, know pretty exactly. much has it however they want. You know what? Yeah. He could take all the photos with his pants unbuttoned he wants. That's fine. It's when he says gay people are going to hell that I have an issue with. But, but it's whatever. all part of anyway. I'm yeah. just saying there's this idea that morals are what we say they are, not whatever it is we do or right. you know who, who's, right. who's exactly. who the rest of our team members are. We get exactly. to decry your thing. And she wasn't the only person who said that, but but this woman Anna De Lorraine was like, oh, this is obscene and it doesn't mean anything and I saw one clap back from somebody I believe it was I believe it was a black person on Twitter uh, a female and she said something like hot take why is this not acceptable why is this not an acceptable exhibition of sex from somebody would you rather have it's coming out of men's mouths and it's like why is this somehow uh, unacceptable if it comes out of a woman's mouth if she's if she's using the same imagery and the same sort of language for describing her sex drive as explicit as it is and it's like they wrote this this is their thing this is their idea this is it's counter program because the message you don't usually get to see is women acting as dirty and as sex crazed as men are. And it still makes people really uncomfortable when they do. Even in 2020, it's amazing with sex being thrown around and pornography available everywhere. There's still the idea that women aren't allowed to express themselves in the same way. I've seen this come from hip hop for a long time now. I mean, I remember Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown. Late but those 90s. are those are like two people. The, the, the this, fr- this seems awfully cliche to me. The fractions of women. Fergie, a- 15 years ago, wearing a fucking Girl Scout uniform and talking about how delicious she is the amount of people the amount of women who do it compared to the amount of men who do it is infinitesimally small all right fine it still seems like a cliche to me it does again like i would believe more that women were taking command if they were showing their fantasy i don't know what megan the stallion and cardi b's fantasies are i don't know them mm-hmm. but they certainly seem to be fulfilling some stereotypes of what men want i think you can have both at the same time that's my point you could do both things i could sit here you know like yeah, I, that, I, I, i'm sure look maybe they're turned on by the male fantasy that's mm-hmm. that's perfectly fair a lot yeah. of women are and Car- you know cardi as we as we went over in the episode cardi was right. a stripper you know she she was a stripper yes. up in the bronx for many years yep. she knows exactly what she's doing she's been performing for for men and for other people for a long time yep. so and there are assume- women who that kind of thing yes could be an honest expression of their sexual power and desire i don't think this is obscene Right. I think this is cliche. I think this is tiresome. I mean, whatever. They're talented and the song's got a good hook. And and yes, it is genuinely sexy and arresting in all the visuals. But it's just, I don't know. I just don't give a shit. I mean, maybe if I liked hip hop, I'd get more excited about it. But well, that may be part I don't of it give too. a yeah, shit. But the, the culture comp that's going on right now, even again, in 2020, I keep hammering this. But the culture comp is that we're still dealing with, you know, some people still say this such and such is obscene. There's still this idea that it's obscene. And as, and as some Republican conservatives have said... These things should be banned. And that actually was something... I don't believe that in the slightest. Well, I'm I, not saying that. No, no, no. I'm not saying you're saying it. But that is the thing that still gets, you know, hammered at these people. You know, like, for instance, yeah. the prim white woman from Central California. Whatever. You know, it reeks with... Yeah, this uh, is offensive, but her husband raping her on their wedding night, I'm sure it was fine. Oh, man. I went there. I went there. I saw Mrs. America on Hulu. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. 
So, Bill, this is I feel like this is a ridiculous question, but why is this popular? We have a fever culture. I mean, I could talk about this. The song is obvious because the song is filled with sensation. It is very much like uh, Nicki Minaj's Anaconda. Yeah. I mean, that was before I think it was before we started doing the show. There was a blast of, of this kind of thing with that because it was hypersexualized. It's Nicki Minaj and everything with Nicki Minaj is larger than life to begin with. Uh, her persona, that sort of thing. The, in the era of dropping a song or when you do drop a song that it could sort of take the world over like uh, what is it drake's hotline bling did that you know like that just became a, a fucking sensation for like a month and it spawned a billion memes you know and it's like we're kind of we're not really in there because we don't listen to me we don't listen to any kind of music that could dominate conversation of pop culture even though we've talked about some of these things you know we talked about k-pop we talked about cardi b the people who are in the mold of like every single time they drop something on you it's got to own the conversation the sort of insta the, the twitter trending conversation for a couple of couple of days that's how you gauge success so i mean this has all the makings right it's like it's controversial it's hee hee dirty it's explicitly sexual it's porny all of those things it looks po like it is very porny. it's definitely porny Come yeah yeah on. no i mean but it's it's by intent it's i i don't know it was the, the credit on who directed this, this guy named colin tilly and believe it or not i did i should have looked it up who that is because i wonder who is the art director of these things you know, the song is one thing but when you see the video with its almost like peewee's playhouse type i know i thought right? peewee's playhouse too it's it's i mean it's amazing right <laughs> it's it's so florid it's so hyperkinetic some of um uh, oh my god colin tilly went to berkeley high school yeah i'm in berkeley right now my You're, nephews go to berkeley high school anyway may, maybe he went to high school with them you know maybe he's also uh, 16 no, years old he is actually but, 32 years old okay he's, uh, he's a year a couple of years ahead of them but either way he's done videos for chance the rapper commercials for reebok yves saint laurent i thought some of the takeshi 69 stuff whereas i i couldn't get into the music at all but i saw that you know you'd bring in these these hyper stylized directors the same way they yeah. did in the 90s with guys like mark romanek and he's you know, done they, a lot this guy he's all over the place this is a this yeah. is a list of big names in oh his yeah biography yeah yeah, yeah this sure is, this is impressive this guy's this guy's a pro oh my god and it never ends you have the look you got the sound you got the two personalities you got the the hunger of people waiting for cardi to drop something i'm not saying that there aren't people who are 45 waiting for this stuff too with the same excitement but i mean this is really instagram generation type stuff people who think that kylie jenner who does by the way cameo in the video you know and trying to they're, they're borrowing each other's kylie power. or kendall the kid kylie kendall kendall it's kendall yeah, i can't okay. tell them apart yeah it doesn't matter honestly whatever correct me if i'm wrong it's it's kendall it's the youngest it's kendall, the youngest kylie coley but i mean this, this was this was an atomic bomb designed to uh, you know just completely obliterate a weekend news cycle and mission accomplished because it, it did exactly that i mean it's popular because i'll give credit where it's due these women are very talented they got style i mean give a lot of the credit to the director and the other people but they have star power they are talented performers musicians rappers whoever wrote the song did a good job whoever instrumentation did a good job i mean it is very competently made Catchy everything shit, the video yeah. and the song and you know sex sells my criticism is that it's it's cliche i mean mm -hmm. look at the single covers the two of them standing there their heads back to back they got their tongues out and it's called wet ass pussy i mean what are we talking about here it's a it is male fantasy yes some women have this fantasy fine fitting within our culture it is a stereotype of a male fantasy I mean, why is it popular? Because it's a well-done thing about something that millions and millions of people find a turn on. What else is there to say? I just don't think there's a mystery here at all. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass pussy. What would you think of this if you were a 16-year-old now? By the way, sorry, I want to backtrack a little. How did they film this video? 
Uh, I assume mostly on green screens, like they do the Avengers movie. Really? Right? Yeah. This was all green screens. I have to assume, yeah. They didn't break quarantine. No one. Bro- I mean, I guess most of the shots are maximum of two people in a room together, right? Yeah, we talked about in the Takeshi episode. Takeshi had shot yeah. some stuff once he got out of jail when the quarantine. Yeah, I think they did this in such a way that they composite them. Who knows? Maybe they, they got tests. I don't know what the fuck. I'm sure they they did. Well, maybe it they don't board. give a shit like millions of other Americans. Yeah, like everybody in Sturgis this weekend. Maybe you're right. Do you think someone like Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion is taking proper precautions? Do you think a woman in her role in the entertainment firmament, and I, I will I will interchange the two of them, because as far as I can tell, they are very similar people. Do you think they are taking this seriously and being smart about it? I, I would say 50-50, because I've seen right. some celebrities of their ilk with masks on you know on, on Insta, and I've seen some people yeah, without. And it's hard to tell. Like, that why could we, all be PR. Oh, well, if it is, they're doing PR for the right reason. You, as long okay, as you wear the well, mask, it doesn't matter enough, why you enough. do it. You're doing the right fair thing. Enough. Well, the right thing for the wrong reason, right? Uh, I'm sorry. Whoa, well, here's something interesting. A Republican candidate from California who said he heard the song accidentally wrote on Twitter, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are what happens when children are raised without God and without a strong father figure. I love that. I love Fuck that. Fuck you. I love Adding that. Adding that the song made him want to, quote, pour holy water in his ears. What a fucking wimp ass. See? By the way. in the other way. He accidentally, spot- he accidentally heard it, by the way. Yeah, accidentally heard it while he was masturbating and searching for pornography. <laughs> His response was widely mocked across social media where users questioned the validity of Bradley's supposed, quote, accidental discovery of the song. About his, <laughs> this is all on Wikipedia. About his criticism of Cardi and Megan as role models for young women, hypocritical due to his support of Donald Trump. Bang. Thank you. I have to pour holy water in my ears and go back to worshiping a man who had five children with three women who cheated on his pregnant wife with a porn star and, and then paid her off and bragged about grabbing women by and, the pussy. And is again, a, a serial rapist. Is a serial rapist. Serial rapist. And I will say this, by the way. Again, cliche, but I like to think everyone involved in these sexual escapades of the characters that Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B play in this video had a good time. I mean, it might yeah. be a cliche, but clearly these women are arguing that having the wet-ass pussy is a pleasurable experience for them. And it's all, it's and all voluntary. It's all their own volition. Right. Whatever is being done with the wet-ass pussy is a enjoyable experience that they would care to have again. I don't think that's the case when someone is grabbed by said pussy, which is probably not wet ass in Donald Trump's scenario. See, now you, you know get it. I mean. Now you get it. Exactly. I, 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 again, I don't have a problem. I don't think this is a bad scenario. A politician speaking out against it is absurd. Yes, it is. Even if you want to argue that this is a problem of a... I don't think it's a problem of lack of God. I think it's a problem of a lack of artistic standards, maybe. It's so low on the list of shit that politicians should be concerned about. It's ridiculous. No, I All think... Right, sorry, what I you meant to, What you meant to ask me is if I would like it as a kid. The answer is yes, yes absolutely, because this is designed okay. to be looked at. This is designed to be ogled. Uh, usually, I... Refrain. You would accidentally stumble across it. It's a great charge. Uh, looks like they're having a lot of fun. I think the song is a banger, as I always like to say, as I coined, as a phrase that I coined, it was a banger. Yes. yes. Um, well, yeah. I think most people about- don't know this, but, uh, you know, like uh, Wild Style, the hip hop video was your life story. Yeah, I'm from the streets. If you consider Echelantiershacht uh, a street in, in, in yeah. Amsterdam. I but basically, I am the rap master. I invented hip hop in a house party I had 
in the Bronx in 1979. That was my apartment. It all, they spun, they spun, you were the basis of it all. So what about you? Would you have liked it as a kid? Would there have been a different filter on it for you? I, I mean, look, this is a very complicated question, and this is a term that has a lot of meanings and is loaded and whatever. Uh, as a teenager, I had very little interest and engagement with African-American culture. Hip-hop was not yet as to the forefront. I mean, whatever, we had Run DMC had hits in the mid-80s. There's no way this video wouldn't have stirred something in me. I mean, it stirred something in me now, yeah, you know? Sure. That means it did its job. But but these things blend together. I mean, part of the part of the intent of this video isn't just so you like the song and think it's a it's a banger, as someone I know says, but also so that you <laughs> you think it's hot. I mean, the line blurs. I mean, music is primal. Big D stand for big demeanor. How can make you bust before I ever meet you? Noah, do you think this is a sign of the apocalypse? No. Oh, come Good. on. Yeah. Compared to everything else? Yes. Come on. I guess it's a sign of the apocalypse if, whatever, I gave up being a music critic years ago. Per, you know, I tried doing it professionally. And I gave up partly because I would always run into this thing of people saying something was revolutionary. And I just, I didn't see how it was any different from things I'd heard a million times before. And by the way, I will say that that feeling was not, you know, hip hop or other African-American music. I, I remember when rock critics would jerk off over a pavement and it would go, every pavement song sounds exactly the same. It's a boring white guy in a polo shirt whining and people go, it's revolutionary. I'm like, get over yourself. So I've had that feelings about very white music and very black music. Uh, you know, part of me wants to go, if this is so, if people say this is a revolution musically, maybe, but I don't know. Are they really saying that or are they just saying it's a good song? I think it's de rigueur. That's all. You know? Yeah. So no. I mean, come on, come on. Today, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta clear a pretty high bar to be considered apocalypse in this. Yeah. yeah what we were going to discuss, in fact, was the apocalypse. I think. Yes. Yes. Not I think what, so. Not what we wound up talking about. I, I don't think you said it. it. It is this new app that lets the re, you. Yeah, reface. Reface. Reface yeah. app. We'll, we'll talk. Get to maybe, it. Well, I guess we'll talk. We'll about get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. It'll, it'll that week. might literally be the apocalypse. But so you know, I, th I think. But that yeah, the, compared uh, to that, this is absolute. This is like a baby's toy. You know? Yeah. I think that the pressure cooker that we're all under and that, you know, the numbers are still doing all the fucking volcanic bubbling that they are in America. And they're coming back in other places, too. You know, we're not out of this hazard range and every single place you turn, it's bad news. And for Christ's sake, it's like watching Beirut get leveled. Uh, you know, there's, just, there's so much visibly, you know, metaphorical and, and literal bad news going on. I think it makes the popula uh, the popularity of something like this, it gets amplified fivefold, tenfold. So, you know, you have something, uh, uh, people who've been sitting indoors for the last five months, last six months or whatever. You know, we're just told that Mulan's going to come out in a couple of weeks on VOD and you know we haven't had new movies for the first part any kind of theatrical experience and people haven't been able to drop a whole lot of music on you you know this would be a main event in any other time as well these are two people who are at the top of their game who are very popular that command a lot of attention and so again Cardi not having something out for two years that appetite and that hunger for her to do something bigger and to top the image that she'd already built Mission accomplished. She did that. It's not apocalyptic at all. But I have to admit, the two assholes that you mentioned, the the dude and this woman, Anna De Lorraine, you know, they're so abhorrent. They're such terrible people. But I kind of love when they come out of the woodwork and they say something stupid. There's a time when I like getting angry. There's a time when I like finding a very convenient bad guy for everyone to ratio, for everyone to shut down and point out. I like watching a lot of really smart people just fucking 
dismantle somebody and they have no idea that they just got completely picked apart and made to look stupid in all the ways somebody can. They don't look at their responses. They don't look at their clapbacks. They say something, they put it out there, and they forget yeah, well, about it. They mute the they conversation. They can't handle criticism. They can't right. handle any pushback. It's the conservative thing. You hurt my feelings. You're a bad man. You're un-American. Bill, do you feel any jealousy of... Cardi B and Megan the Stallions. Success, whatever. I think you forgot a few E's in that one. It, it went by distressingly fast when you said it. Maybe the reason why I did put this is because I didn't want to feel like I was being eclipsed by this whole sensation. If it's not the song, then it's the ability to plug into the moment. And I thought, right. hey, we have a podcast. You know, we're two idiot pinheads, microencephalic pinheads, uh, like from Todd Browning's movie that we want to look at trends and and sound off and I want to hear the sound of my own voice. I want to be considered uh, too. I want to be maybe I'm not nearly as important, but it's like there's some heat on this and I like a little piece of it as well. I, you know, who doesn't want to understand the sensation? Hey, it feels good when you look at this episode had a especially high number of downloads. When we look at, I've done that. I've gone through. Sure, every yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, this this episode hardly anyone listened to, but the well, ASMR is still our biggest episode. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, there, there's some sense of satisfaction and pride that you came up with something that got you know whether it was just SEO or you know what we said or something like that. Because we're insecure. Look, we don't need to make fun of microcephalics we can make fun of insecure egomaniacs of yes. which we are yeah of course of course yeah. so i mean i i guess i am jealous of the, of the moment i'm jealous of how big things get you know in the world of yeah. the balkanized microculture that there is still something that passes for a monoculture is weird and then because it always shows up in a form like this where for a couple of days this becomes the monoculture i mean at least in the, you know the oculus i'm looking at the world through which is social media twitter internet whatever yeah maybe we're doing this because we want to catch up maybe we're doing this because i am in some ways jealous so i I guess you could slap that on me and I have to own it. You know, it really is in many ways a seal of approval. Republican politicians single something out as spawn of the devil. Oh, right? yeah. That it's big enough to notice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I bet you Megan and Cardi and all their hands. Oh, they're, they're fucking loving are it. Are thrilled and are praying that, you know, the orange goblin picks up on it. Didn't Wasn't that like Ozzy loved every single time English politicians in Birmingham oh were God. like, they fucking love that shit, man. You know, back in the yeah, Black Sabbath but, days. Yeah, but there's too far. There's the people who sued Ozzy Osbourne uh -huh. because the teenagers, because their kids, yeah. you know, drank beer, smoked pot, listened to Ozzy and then blew their faces off with shotguns. Right. right? Like, yeah. Let's give Ozzy a little credit and say he wasn't happy about that. Let's give Ozzy credit. I like Black Sabbath. I've been getting more into Black Sabbath lately. My latest mixtape, I put Iron Man on it. Um, okay, so we're jealous of this the way we're jealous of everything because it's big enough to be talked about. I don't know if it's jealousy, but with sexual desire, especially of celebrities, there's a coveting. I mean, these women put themselves out there to be coveted. You're objectifying yourself. They are choosing to be objectified in yeah. this context. Sure. And I, I think it's cliche how they're fitting themselves into a male, a traditionally male fantasy, but whatever. They're adults. They made a decision. You know, there's an extent this is a turn on. I covet this. So I don't know if jealousy is the right term, but like, here I am, well, not to put too fine a point on it, but alone in quarantine for five months, you know. So mm. I don't know if that's jealousy, but there are moments you're like, you know what? It would be nice to be quarantined with Megan the Stallion for a night. That, that would be, <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad evening. So uh, Noah, where would you put those on the Flonian scale? Considering this, this phenomenon literally just jumped up out of your out of the page, off the out page. My, I thought you were going to say out of my pants. No, no. Where would you put this? Just a couple of weeks ago, we did Juice World. They are both hip hop, and while even a hip hop moron like me can see the very obvious differences between their styles. It is still, from my point of view, in the same ballpark, right? Mm -hmm. I think Juice World is a lot more interesting than this. 
well, like the kind of SoundCloud sure. thing. Juice World doesn't have any sexual power over me at all. In fact, does it have sexual power over anyone? I mean, even someone who would have found Juice World as a person to be like a sexy boy. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't feel like that's how he sell, how sells, how he sold his music. Again, I just think the cliche sucks, but the talent is there. So let's put it right in the middle, right? Let's say like the, the sides of the balance are even, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is the talent, the obvious talent and craft and star power outweighed by the I've heard this shit eight billion times before. Yeah, I think... How about that? Yeah, I think I... I have to agree with you, but for different reasons. And it's like, I, I, I like the song. I like the image. I like Cardi a lot. I was... We did the episode. I was a big fan of Cardi because I think yeah, I she's got a big sense of humor. She leads with that. Sometimes finding a sense of humor is, is difficult, a sense of irony, a sense of playfulness. I think she's got that. And that goes a long way with me. And, and, and like, I will almost co-sign everything you do if I think that you're a decent Joe or Jane inside your skin. It starts a good impression I begin with. However, the art, I think, is really topical. Just like I don't think Hotline Bling is going to be played alongside Paperback Writer 50 years from now. You know, these things are really of the moment. They are they are incredible world, like I said, an atom bomb. But I do think that, that, again, this is my own crackpot opinion. I think that the effect is not long for the world because it's so big, it's so hot. But I think it burns out pretty quickly and it's replaced by the next biggest thing. That's not to say that there aren't songs and hip hop songs, especially and, and big sensational things that won't have more long lasting effects. Uh, I just don't know if this song is going to be able to stretch beyond the kind of four or five day cycle of intense. Yeah, there's, there's no nuclear way. heat there's right. no way so i mean i'm in, it's just i'm inclined to put it in the sort of top the top uh the top third uh, uh half third you know the sort of we keep talking about this in terms of percentiles so like, we put it into these three these three thirds and i would put it at the the top of the second third under the first third i know it's really cryptic but um i thought ray Schremer was better i liked i liked the character of their their songs better i thought that that's the kind of thing that would last a longer in terms of other hip-hop we listen to you know takeshi didn't have anything going for it i didn't like the art per se but the song is not bad to listen to again it's got some uh it's got a real hook to it it can't kind of be a transcendent no. piece of art the way we've we've booked our top third of the show with a lot of really good stuff that i think will hang around you know ephemera I don't want to call this pornography because it has a lot more artistic value than that. But it is I think leaning there's, into there's artistic value to pornography, and I, I some I of think, it. I don't think some I don't. You know what? I don't think it's insulting at all. Nor do I think it's inaccurate to refer to this as pornographic. I think it's well, fine. That's not that's not a slur. That's not a degradation. I think it's accurate. I think it's perfect. It's fine. Why can't good art be pornographic? And why can't pornography be good art? It's all part of the, the same it, thing. We're living in the world today, man. Yeah, there's been many debates over the years of what defines pornography. There's the famous debate. I don't know what it is, but. I know I when can, I see it. I can tell what it is when I see it. And the better definition I've heard is it's something that doesn't seek to even be art. All it wants to do is sexually titillate. I actually find that very helpful. I think there's art so in that So by too. that token, if it's pornography, it is intended to be ephemeral. There's nothing wrong with that. We're human beings, right? Yeah. And assuming the people participating in it are willing adults, right? Yeah. I know pornography is open to abuse, but let's... Let's give that sure. proviso. So by that definition, this is absolutely not pornography. It leans into a lot of the same value. Aesthetics. Aesthetic purpose, maybe, huh. as pornography. Like, it's not, to, it's putting it out there. Let's talk about wet-ass pussy, you know? I mean, let's, 
the genitals in the camera, right? No, Noah, you know what? Every time you say wet ass pussy, I think that brings us to the end of yet another episode of the show. It As, brings us to the end of something. That's for sure. We talked about Bo Burnham. We mentioned it. We said wet ass pussy, and then we went right to the ending. So, if you'd like to find past episodes of our show, which might be less spontaneous, a little more canned, but nonetheless, uh, I think we do a pretty good job uh, on a week by week basis. You can find our output on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Please tell us all the things we did wrong. Uh, Noah, by the way, corrected. Uh, it was um, Kylie Jenner, not Kendall. That was all very important. Yes, yeah, very, very important. Just to make sure. Don't you have to correct Caitlin. us on that one. Uh, write to us at Noah and Bill. Don't get it at gmail.com. And please give us a review. You can find me on Twitter at William Scary. You can find my video work youtube.com slash amcaesar and now noah will fill you in us i am all about the big quiz thing bigquizthing.com these days it's all about the virtual events people virtual trivia events the best virtual trivia events in all the land any land you happen to be in wherever you happen to be and we hope to go back to in-person events soon we are working on it it happened once It'll happen again. Uh, but go to bigquizthing.com to get a personal consultation and sign up for our mailing list. Follow us on social media. Thank you. So until next time, when uh, me under the name Scurry Bee and Noah under the name Noah the Tarnow release our banging, slapping, hit dank, dry ass Nestle Quick, we don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2020.